You're listening to Hot Sauce Sports with Mo Cohen, PZ Delarice, and Terry Tam. I now know that I'm on with a spy, depending on who's, uh, you know, who's, who's the captain of this ship. That's probably a bad thing if this podcast is supposed to go viral, isn't it? Kadero Patterson, uh, like grabbing some shanks, uh, gentlemen here. Uh, and he quote, and I quote, I'm a grown man. I don't need nobody blank and blank in my balls, my face. <laughs> in my teenage years, I'd get back from high school. I'd smash two pizza pockets. Carmelo Anthony never learned you can't live life just smashing pizza pockets. Because he lost uh, a double bet, uh, what I did is I cut an jalapeno, a jalapeno in half. And I filled it with hot sauce, so he's gonna have to slurp this down. Why you need? Why you give me a fucking banana, dude? I'm not eating a banana. I'll just fucking. I'll rather piss in my mouth than eat this. Okay, so there we go. Stop stalling. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Now, here are your hosts, Mo, Terry, and Peasy. And I have returned. Mo Khan's on vacation. That's the thing we keep telling people. <laughs> uh, how's it going, Terry? Uh, it's going. It's yeah. Going. Um, I took some time off. Uh, we actually did some play-by-play for Recreational Fly Football League. Shoot me. Yeah, it, it was, was fun. Long, it was long, it was long, but it was fun. It's a fun day. And it's, it's, you know, we get to flex some muscles we don't use all the time. Yeah. Our penises. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah. Yeah, I whipped it out. I put it on camera and everything. Go yeah. check it out. Exactly. It's so on with terryspenis.com. With it looked like a normal penis. Terryspenis.com, yeah. Because the camera adds 10 pounds. It's the only way I can make it look bigger. Mm. Also, who doesn't want a 12-pound penis? That's it. Um, FYI, terryspenis.com is available. No way. Yep. Oh, it's available. Oh, okay. I thought it was actually owned. That'd be well, cool. It will be now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. let's buy it. Um, Why not? Because I already, I just bought a, a drone. Okay, I'll buy it. The last, <laughs> the last uh, two weeks for me has been um, a harbinger of toxicity in my body. Those two days of play-by-play were filled with so many pitchers of beer. It's um, very true. Like just continual. Like it was, if there was a beer fountain, yeah. I would have drank less than, than the amount of picture, pictures I consumed. Diarrhea Whatever City. I made for that weekend went straight into the bar. I wish I had come to dinner with you guys after, but I was watching the UFC. Mm. Crazy fights. Um, then uh, there was the Masters. So yeah. tied in with there. whenever I could get away when I wasn't doing games, I'd run away to the bar where I was prepping for my next game. By that, I went watching Tiger Woods and to uh, win his fifth ma- Masters. It was good because they started earlier to avoid the rain, so a lot of people had to, had a chance to watch. Well, that's it. So we actually, I got to watch the ending of the final round uh, just as we were starting to set up. Mm-hmm. And I said, I got lucky. I went to take a dump. Yeah. G- came out of the bathroom and I was like, oh, 18. Oh, my God. He's still up. Oh, <laughs> and there's the putt. It's in Tiger Fifth Masters. It's a shame because we wanted awesome. to do our drink off. We wanted to drink while watching the Masters. I know. Instead well, we, work. we keep forgetting that that's the one weekend we're never available. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to find another sporting event. Or just uh, ask the Masters to change their date. That's it. Yeah. That, that, you know, one of the most storied franchises that's in it. all the sports. Absolutely. They can Seems like it'll be simple. It. Change it for us. Why not? For yeah. a shitty ass golf. You like hot sauce? We like hot sauce. I love hot sauce. Change your date. Change your date. Um, so then uh, we had the, uh, the greenest holiday of them all. Yes, 420. Yeah. That was a good day. It hit. Um, I was... Uh, I feel like it hit this podcast particularly hard. Harder than most podcasts. Oh, it hit. Yeah, it hit my... It hit, yeah. I was home alone. It hasn't day. stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still going. Are we still the 20th? <laughs> uh, no, I was alone on Saturday night. I wrote an article. It's on uh, hotsauceports.ca. It's nice. I could tell. I could yeah, tell yeah. it was uh, infused. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was very infused. It was infused with a uh, little bit of buzz from the cigar that I had. Uh, some of this Japanese whiskey. Give me the bottle. I brought it here so we can finish it off since it was... Uh, not this sponsors yet. I think, yeah, this is not a sponsor, but this was in my article. I think it was my number three best whiskey I'll that I've it. ever tried. Right. Uh, for a good time. 
Centuri times. Centuri time. Um, and then I rolled my top five uh, cannabis, cigars, and whiskey. Yeah. So it was a good time. I had a good time at 420. And I didn't even realize it was 420. Centuri's so actually uh, Centuri's number five. Number five. Okay, because I just got it. Um, what is your favorite cigar? Uh, it's my f- there's I mean Trinidad's my favorite it's the Vija it's the sh- they're, they're short and thick like my dick um, yeah <laughs> it has a nice pull any every time I was writing a description nice of either whiskey <laughs> or the cigar I was like people can think I'm talking about dicks in this yeah at all times smooth has a good give um, I will quote you and say it's long and smooth long and smooth yeah that's it uh, my favorite cigar is probably the tri- that Trinidad uh, there's one I didn't put on the list, but I put my father. But like that whole line of my fathers are nice, but the judge is really nice. I, I like it when they're wide, smooth, yeah. and have a That's big the wide smoky Churchill. cloud. That's the white Churchill, or is that Trinidad one? I'm not gonna tell you. Tell me. I wrote I, the uh, I'm I'm partial to punch after dinner, I like that. Punch oh, a punch is nice. Favorite. Yeah. Punch um, nice. yeah. Uh, brownies were had. Mm-hmm. Edibles. I keep forgetting how much they mess me up, but tell you what. I uh, fell asleep at 8.30 p.m. when I should have been covering a ton of sports. Yeah, it was a really busy night that week. But that woke night. up at 6 a.m., so I watched all the recaps. <laughs> <laughs> Before everybody else is awake. Yeah, because so I'm just as that's what happens. It turns out when you fall asleep, when you're not watching sports all night, <laughs> and you can fall asleep and wake up at 6 a.m., you get to do a lot of work. Yeah, I went to bed at like 2 in the morning that day, and I was like, I can't wait to sleep in tomorrow. Like, that was what I was thinking. But I was having a good time. Though. I was alone. You know, it was fun. It was a good time. Hmm, it's uh. It's it, it's it's always a good time. We had a jam packed night last night of sports. Let's get it. We did. Yeah. We did. That leads us to, of course. There it is. Oh, let's go to call. Let's Fox call it the weekly I'm news of news. Can only take us twenty episodes to figure that out. Um, this happens all the time. This is the news. Yeah, can someone give me the first headline? It's still oh, draft day. NFL yeah. draft. Yeah. draft day. It's literally tomorrow, and I can't fucking wait. I know. Uh, can't wait for the draft. Do you oh. guys have like a, a draft meal you go to? Like, uh, no, I'm Something. just gonna be at home watching it. Yeah, same. Oh, oh yeah, same. I'm gonna barbecue a steak because oh, it's yeah. draft. And oh, you know what? I just bought a bunch of uh, deer meat. Maybe I'll bark at barbecue some of that. It's pretty good. What are, you, what are you, Joe Rogan? I feel I feel <laughs> yeah. like it's got to be like as manly as possible, like like a deer, yeah. Yeah. like a steak. I'll just go in my backyard, kill a moose. Hmm? <laughs> yeah, you live near them, so yeah. I mean, yeah, it's close. I just go on the 19 in between you. I uh, I actually personally I know that no one cares, but uh, when I eat uh, for for myself a, a nice pre-draft meal, no, no, we care, we care. Go. Is a nice hamburger with uh, some bacon inside and maybe a fried mm. egg, mm. some gabagool. No, 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 uh, no gabagool. I got some gabagool today. Maybe a bit of guac, though. A little bit of guac is good. Guac with uh, fried egg together. Pretty mm. good. That is good. Yo, fuck, burger man. You're it's pretty good. Now. Yeah. I'm going to do that tonight. Make some guac, fried egg. You're not going to do any of that. You're lying. No fried egg, but I will make <laughs> burgers tonight. Fried egg, to me, it's not a burger unless it's fried egg. It's really? like its own sauce. It's delicious. It's fucking good. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but uh, you know what? I can go without it. Most of my burgers are breakfast because it, <laughs> <laughs> it has to include egg and bacon. Hey, Eagle, any uh, pre draft meals? No. Eagle's I always realize you don't have my Candy, fucking candy. More candy with Eagle. Fuck. He's yeah, he's diabetes. eating candy. But I also don't think he's going to watch the draft. He's literally, I think he's, he's eating so enough. much sugar that he's surpassed what diabetes can do to him. But most importantly, um, <laughs> who's going number one? Well, so. Um, so who's wait, going number no, no, one? I got to make, make fun of Duke first. Yeah. Okay. So I'm on, I'm on uh, Facebook. Stop I doing that. It's really loud. It's the most un Stark. Uh, it's the most un-area historic website of all time, of course, because she's of no face. Uh, we'll talk about uh, Game of Thrones with our guest, Mark Dumont, mm-hmm. later in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I was on Facebook and I saw one of our producers, Duke. Yeah. Um, responding to like a picture. Yeah. Of the Oakland Raiders, are like Raiders blog. Who should who should they draft? Yes, it's a and picture then, with and a then question. He answers, and then I, I was staring at my screen. What did you answer? And then like a I moment, just wrote edge rush. That's all I wrote. Edge rush DL. A moment of clarity came over me where I realized how stupid social media is, at which I, I responded to him. Who are you talking to? <laughs> Literally, you're just screaming edge rusher into the sky. Like the person posting that picture doesn't care what you have to say. It's not going to impact was the Raiders' like decision of who they're going to draft. Hey guys, listen, I'm just supporting my fellow graphic designers. Who was it? <laughs> it was a friend of yours. No, it's just it's the Raiders blog. They posted a picture saying, "Who oh. do you want the Raiders to draft?" And then, I mean, I didn't know what was going internally inside Peace's mind where he's questioning <laughs> the the value of social media. I just I just asked, like, I I respond saying that they should. Draft an edge rusher. And if you um, make your decision based on what Pease is going to say, then you just can't say anything because he's always going to make fun of you. <laughs> yeah, 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 he is. Yeah. Yeah, that's literally what, it's why we have this show is I get to lord over and make fun of them. I get made fun of because of how I am on Twitter. Because I'm a little bit ridiculous on Twitter. But yeah, yeah, you're pretty you're pretty terrible. I'm man. out there, yeah. yeah. What do people funny. say about you? They say, like, why do you talk so much on Twitter? I said because it's there for that reason. And um, people, then they'll say... And then they'll say, well, what do you think about this? And I'll be like, well, I don't really care who goes first overall in the draft. So, yeah. what, yep. By the way, how, how much has this happened to you that since we started the show, random people come up to you and start talking about sports? Like, everyone seems to want to start a sports conversation with me. And yeah. I'm like, cool, I just want to order. <laughs> Can I get my sandwich? People always ask me, like, oh, you got to have me on so like, we can talk about this. I'd be like... Well, no, because you, you don't know what you're talking about, and neither do I. So we can't have two people that don't yeah, know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's what we get. We already have yeah, a show. Yeah, experts. Um, the other thing, Terry, uh, Duke brought it up. We'll finally get to, we'll get to his, his point here. Um, who do you think will draft first, and, and, and do you think that pick is Kyler Murray? Uh, I don't think the pick is Kyler Murray, and it doesn't matter who's picking there. Unless the Redskins trade the number one, then I feel like they're going to be dumb enough to draft Kyler Murray first overall. Oh, don't worry. The Dolphins are equally dumb enough. <laughs> so I think the Redskins could make a push. Um, I think they're trying to make a push to get into the top five. Is it for Kyler Murray? I don't know. Uh, we've seen them do it in the past. A friend of, a friend of mine just actually sent me an article, uh, and it said that they did in the past. They moved up. They traded two, two picks to move up to get RG3. Uh, so I see them doing that. If Arizona gets the pick, I don't see them picking Kyler Murray. I know that that's it what it looks like. Sense. It feels like they're sending out the message that they're going to draft Kyler Murray. You might as well trade Josh right away. Trade but if for you, something else. If you do t- check out the official Hot Sauce Sports mock draft. Come on. Uh, Posted by our own Daniel Pizzatoro. Yeah, uh, he's great, by the way. Yeah, yeah. he's awesome. Absolutely, he's, he's very good he loves it. this so much that he literally, for the span of two years, has been sending me mock drafts while not working for anyone. That's it's amazing. it's funny he that does these because he loves doing it. That's amazing. It's funny when I he used to have that passion. when he sent me the when he when he sent us the preliminary version of the draft. He said, "Well, I'm really glad I'm doing this because usually I just make one on a spreadsheet and send it to my friends." And yeah. I thought that was the craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, but that's it's, that's true passion. That's what it looks like, and and you can see it when you read his article and you see it's all well researched. Yeah. He doesn't put these anywhere just to say. No, he was pretty good, and I think that he picked. He, I know he picked Kyler Murray first round. It's on HotSauceSports.ca. I think it's our latest article, um, and he picked Kyler Murray first overall, which I I don't disagree with. I don't think he. I don't think that Arizona is going to draft him. Just out of personal, I just I see it. I see the them going is, with Josh Allen for another about, couple years. About oh, the Kingsbury and. The thing is, they need to get enough value to trade Rosen. Yeah. And Kingsbury is not the only decision maker. Yeah. There's other people in the organization, like the owner, who's invested capital yeah. in Rosen. And if he's not going to get equal value, which he won't, yeah. he's not going to trade Rosen. But I feel like Josh Rosen is actually coming off as a little bit of a baby. Did you see that interview that he oh, did? Oh, come on. No, but he's like, you know, this is a little annoying. I get it. 
it could be very frustrating to you, but don't act like you are the next best thing. We don't know if you are yet, but I felt like I he was it, coming, like, kind of coming cool, off as a spoiled isn't, brat. Isn't it good that a quarterback actually has some level of personality? Absolutely. I'm not saying have no personality. He was coming off as a spoiled brat, like as if he was he was. This is his, his right to get this offer to get the job. If you had one, if you went went eight and eight last year, we wouldn't be having this conversation. But the fact that they went three and thirteen. That's why we're having this conversation. I mean, it was a lot, though. The, the head coach didn't wear a headset for the first six weeks. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the offense was incompetent. No. Um, but that's the thing. is the, uh, New coaches like Kyle Kingsbury, hot wife. Uh, new coaches like Kyle Kingsbury. Uh, I Cliff. think you're, it, wasn't Cliff. Murray that, it wasn't Kyle Murray that said it was annoying. It was Rosen as it was annoying. That's what I said. Okay. Yeah. I was listening. I was talking about Josh Rosen. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I did Why that would Kyle Murray say, oh, <laughs> it's really annoying. I'm going to go first round. Oh, I thought he said Joe Rogan. I'm, even, I'm listening less. <laughs> no, it, was, it, was, it actually was Joe Rogan. It was Joe Rogan. I said that. Um, I'm not stupid. I promise. So Cliff Kingsbury, not Kyle Kingsbury. I have no idea. Oh, Kyle Kingsbury is a UFC fighter. Uh, so Cliff, I Cliff didn't Kingsbury. Uh, no, you didn't. I didn't do that yet. <laughs> you haven't done that mistake yet. So <laughs> Cliff Kingsbury, yeah, yeah, just fucking dumping coal into the engine. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury, um, hot wife. He, mm-hmm. I can't say his name without saying hot wife. Cliff Kingsbury, hot yeah. wife. That's uh, actually his, he's gonna have it legally changed to Cliff Kingsbury, hot wife. Hot wife. Because yeah. when it's that hot, you have to break. Who's his wife? Holly Saunders. Full name. Is it girlfriend or wife? Eagle. Well, whatever. I'm fiance. On, I'm on, I'm on, I'm on, fiance. I think. Um, she's a good follow on Instagram. Um, so I think there's a lot of pressure on that on a new coach to go and get like a superstar. And he's not going to get a necessarily a superstar from a defensive lineman. You know what I mean? Like if he goes and gets Quinn and Williams or Rashad Gary or whoever the fuck or Ed Oliver even. Mm-hmm. He's not going to get that same like that star power, but if he does the if he goes the route of building a team solidly for the next five years, Arizona could make a run because Seattle's looking on the way down in the next five years. Uh, San Francisco a little bit on the way up, and then who else do you have? You have LA who looks good as well. So you got to be able to compete in that division, and I think he's going to have to compete through defense, and that's where he's going to fall. That's so, where he's going to go. But here's the thing: I come to realize as a Dolphins fan. Fuck See, Dolphin. I, I feel like we are actually perfect symbols for our fandom. What do they pick? Um, I don't know. Okay. <laughs> the thing is, Whatever they pick, but here's, it's not going to work but out. But here's anyway. the thing: is that they, and and this is how I'm a true Miami fan. Is enthusiasm has been beaten out of me, yeah. b- because um, I've been I've been through this with the draft and free agency. All it is is hope trafficking. You just continuously hope and hope and hope that these guys who have barely any more information than any of us. Absolutely. And and also well, I mean, half of them, no, but half of them refuse to use the information because they don't believe in math. <laughs> um, and so they're guessing just like we're guessing. Mm, yeah. Well, no, but it, it's well, more more depth, I guess. Sorry. They have more in-depth knowledge. They do more research. Well, not when you read the articles about how they just show up and drink at the at the uh, at so. the uh, the combine, yeah. and how a lot of them. There's so many ridiculous arguments a lot of times in the room where guys just say like, "Oh, he's not a Giants kind of guy." Not to pick on the what team that, that would say that, like the New York Giants, <laughs> but you know, I, I feel like like I'm watching the draft and I'm like, how many teams will this actually change? Especially. Like, look, when you get your franchise quarterback, fine. Yeah. Do we know that there's any franchise quarterbacks in this draft? Um, I think on my eye Drew test, Locke. Drew Locke is one. No. He could have gone top picks last year, too. Um, I think I'm looking at Daniel Jones. I think Daniel Jones is, the, or Haskins, maybe. Those are the two guys to me that are the most franchisable, if that's a word. Nice. It is work. I just a- made unless it. they open a Daniel Jones franchise and they yeah, serve yeah. delicious burgers. So I think Daniel Jones and, ha- and Dwayne Haskins are the two most franchisable quarterbacks in the draft this year. Um, Damon Lillard took all our attention away from the NFL draft last night. He though. took he took my attention away from the Sharks Vegas game for twenty seconds 
the only 20 seconds I watched in that game was the last 20 seconds. Because the only 20 seconds that mattered. That's it, exactly. Um, so here's the thing is, I know I, I'm probably the biggest basketball fan in the room. Yes. And well, I, kn- I know yeah. when I talk to basketball. You know the most about basketball in this room. Yeah. When, when, I, when I talk to basketball people, all of them are like, yeah, Damon Lillard is legit. He's amazing. Yeah, of course, yeah. And I feel like everyone just discovered Damon Lillard last no, night. And no, I'm no, like, no. am I out of my mind? No, <laughs> like, no. But the more I talk to basketball guys, the more I hear how he's considered like top five in the league. Mm-hmm. And the more I watch him play, the more I agree with them. I hadn't seen a lot of him. You don't, we don't get a lot of Portland games here, you know, like to watch games live. Uh, we'll always get the Lakers, the Knicks, the Toronto. Well, and and especially it's West Coast. That's it. It's on the West mm-hmm. Coast. It's not a big market team. So for me, Portland, I guess it's not working. You probably no, it got Portland. blocked. It was working before, but the video got blocked. What, what got blocked? Uh, we were about to play the Damian Lillard t- sound, and it just Twitter. got blocked. You're from probably fine on Twitter. Okay. Um, yeah, so um, to me, Damian Lillard is a great player and one of the best in the league, and he showed it last night. And the thing is, Paul, do you see what Paul George said after the game? He's which, like, which thing did he say? Specifically? It was he a, said, a few quotes. Yeah, he said, it's a bad shot. Good on him. He took it. He got it. Made it. Whatever. That's gonna be part of his story. But it was a bad shot. It was a bad shot. He got, like basically saying he got lucky. So I'll explain. I'll explain what that means. Uh, in basketball, that's you're you're supposed to give that shot. Yeah, because exactly. Yeah. It, historically, but he made it. He made it before during the game. He had made, he'd gone eight for twelve on thirty plus shot and, and thirty plus footers. All yeah. Paul George um, gave him way too much space. Well. So here's the thing. So I've, I rewatched that play seven or eight times today yeah. because a lot of people are saying, uh, why didn't he press him? So with that much time, if you press him, what happens is he's going to drive and either – because he has about eight seconds at the, at, at the half. Yeah, uh, but he was letting moment. it go down to the buzzer though. Yeah, but he drives. He either drives and draws a foul, mm-hmm. drives and kicks to an open receiver, yeah. uh, open uh, player. But you know that's not going to happen because everybody was just sitting. They knew he was going to take the shot. Fine, but I mean yeah. the thing is if you press Damon Lillard's – an amazing point guard. He's not going to just shoot because... The so basically, all you give him is that shot. You have to give that's him that it. shot. It's, yeah. the hardest sh- it's the hardest shot on the court he to He was make. like touching the logo, man. Like That's how far he was. But that's, that, so that's the thing. is he, he, he gave up what he's been coached his whole life to consider a bad shot. My question to you is, we've seen now Steph Curry, Kevin Durant, all these guys mm-hmm. who are good shooters, who become incredible shooters how because of how much guys going? practice that. How much longer do we consider that to be a bad shot? How much long before coaching changes to be like, we need to just take away anything? At the unless unless his eyes aren't on the basket, it's not a bad shot. That's the way I see it. Yeah, okay, he got lucky, but he does this often. Mm-hmm. You know, He tried the shot three times in the game. He got it twice. So Damian Lillard in his post-game, uh, in his post-game co- press conference was saying that, the, that Dennis Schroeder and the Thunder were celebrating after game one. And in a reaction, they were like, well, we're, we're, we're not celebrating after game one. We're going to celebrate because we want to win four games. Yeah. yeah. That was their reaction. Well, and, and the thing is, Damon Lillard, so it's funny because for the last 24 hours, and yo, this is your 24, this is your 24 hours. You must have had primo sex. Awesome. <laughs> Go get it. Um, the thing is, is that I feel like he's been talking like the bigger man, except he keeps talking about how he's the bigger man in yeah, the yeah. last 24 hours. No, he's a little bit of a, he's got a little bit of an asshole to him, you know, but yeah. I, don't, I don't mind Which it at fine. all. Yeah. Again, I, I like it. Yeah. But it's just here. funny. It just, it's the funniest angle ever. Like, look, I'm the bigger man. They celebrated. I didn't celebrate, but I'm the bigger man. Let me tell you how I'm the bigger man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, so you need to start a franchise today. Oh, that's a good question. Who do I take? Do you take Russell Westbrook or do you take... Damon Lillard. Oh, Damon Lillard. Lillard. Oh, my God. It's not so even close. So, I kind of have the same mind. Too. Like, like w- Russell Westbrook is probably the best athlete I've ever seen play the game of basketball. He's the best athlete in basketball, for sure. But 
that's gonna fade at some point. Uh, yeah. He remind and and I hope I'm wrong on this, but it reminds me of the first time I saw John Wall play college mm-hmm. basketball, that's and I said, point. "This guy is this doesn't exist. Yeah. This guy could do everything. He can rebound. He can run. He could." But when that starts to age. If you're not an efficient shooter, you look like what he looked like last night. I don't think Westbrook is going to deteriorate anytime soon. I think he's just he's falling into the the Carmelo Anthony. Uh, I know I'm good. You should get people around me that are uh, just as good, if not l- a little bit less than me, so I don't have to work as hard. And I'm going to do my individual stats. I'm going to make my individual stats, my triple doubles, all that shit. I'm going to do it, but we're still not going to win games because uh, nobody else is around me. Where if you look at guys like LeBron, if you want to be compared to those guys, you look at guys like Damian Lillard, who had 32 points in the first fucking half out of 50 on his team. 50. And he had 32 points in the first half. You can't tell me that he doesn't have a bigger impact on his team than Russell but, Westbrook. But don't, but don't you guys feel like if Paul George was healthy, we'd be talking like... No. Paul like, George is the best player on that team to me. I mean, I'm, I'm, was a, healthy, maybe, I'm was, a little he biased. Was, he was considered to be the MVP the first like, four months yeah, of the Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I, if, he, if he had continued that way, if he, he didn't got get hurt, injured, he was obviously yeah. not healthy. I, I still think overall the, the Blazers are a better team. 100% than OKC. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. Um, CJ McCollum is unreal. He's so such a good player. And that's the thing. We, we're talking about all these comments about uh, Damon Lillard and Russell Westbrook. My favorite comment is one that came out a year ago on Twitter where a woman messaged him, uh, didn't uh, message, uh, posted on Twitter, uh, respond to something he said about how about you win a series first? To which he simply responded, I'm trying, Jennifer. Yeah, yeah. It was the best thing. The amount of times I said Jennifer? to my fiance, I'm trying, Jennifer. You didn't have to tell me her name was Jennifer. I knew her name was Jennifer. Yeah. And she had that bob cut, <laughs> that ask for a manager haircut. You know what I mean? Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. So next. But like, the amount of times in my regular life I've said, I'm trying, Jennifer, since that moment. <laughs> I'm trying, so, Jennifer. Jennifer, fuck you. <laughs> Straight up. On behalf, on behalf of the, the, the uh, quiet CJ McCollum. That's it. Fuck you. Fuck you, man. It's Leafs Elimination Day. Oh, uh, yeah. It's the best day of the year. For Every year time. since 1967, since for before ca- our births, <laughs> we've been celebrating this day. For most Canadians, I think it's the, the best day of the year. It's not the best day of the year for me because this year. Because I kind of like the Leafs, mm-hmm. okay? And I don't despise them as much. If the Habs were playing against them, obviously I wouldn't. But I, I feel a little bad for them because they, they really put together a nice team. Their defense is lacking. Uh, we'll talk about it with Mark Dumont in our interview later on. Uh, but their defense is lacking. Uh, but I think that they had what it needs. To, they they have what needs to be done. I just don't think, and it's weird for me to say this because I've always respected the man. But Babcock, I don't think he's the answer. Babcock is known to be, you know, he's a rough guy. He's a very good motivator. But he's been in the in the in the Leafs organization for four years. Mm-hmm. Three of those years, they got bounced in the first round. At what point do you start making changes? And we see uh, Austin Matthews and John Tavares just playing 18 minutes. Um, because he's an old-school guy. If you looked at his the way he coached the Red Wings, where he had uh, the Datsuks and Zetterbergs, they were only playing about 20 minutes, too. They weren't burning themselves. Lidstrom was the one eating up most of the minutes. But Game seven's what you're burning yourself for. That's it, exactly. But you don't. But he, he doesn't have a Lidstrom. Morgan Riley's not going to be your Lidstrom. Mm-hmm. Zaitsev's not going to be your Lidstrom. You know? and, uh, that's, and Jake Gardner looked like me out there yeah. on, in Game 7. Like It was brutal. And so I, I, it's sad for them because I feel like there was a lot of hype, and it sucks for JT knowing that the Islanders made it a little further than <laughs> further than the Leafs did. But so John Tavares, I mean, it sucks for you, but whatever. Like I know this is year four for Babcock, but it seems he went to McGill. Yeah, he does. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, the guy who Montreal can't hire because his French isn't good enough. Enough, but he does speak French. Though. Absolutely, yeah. he just has an accent. <laughs> 
<laughs> like all, like everyone in Montreal, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing is with with uh, with regards to Toronto, this does feel like year one. Mm-hmm. This is the the first year that they've really got all the pieces. Uh, where they're gonna have to start paying the big bucks to players. Well, like they are all the guys. Go, uh, Marner's gonna be not locked up this summer. Ten um, million. Matthews ten million. Ten and a half. Absolutely, and 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 to me, Tavares. it's one of the best. If not the best built team in, in the NHL, mm. m- even moving forward, I think I think that there's enough cap space available to to just surround them not with. Not on that team. Sorry, not on that team. I disagree. They have no space <coughs> next year. Well, no, but they, so there's movable pieces, like sure. uh, like Marlowe, for example. Marlowe, do, he doesn't require. He wouldn't. You wouldn't get a big return from him. The most no, I know, but they need to, like they need to get. They need to clear it for space. Yeah, exactly. For, for someone who's also a contender, who's looking for, we need, you know, can you get second me trade Kadri? Go to capgeek.com and let me know what their the salary is for next year for each player. So I understand now they're going to be crunching the cap after the monitor contract, but there's there's money that's also going to come off the books and money they can move off the books. Yeah. Even though because they don't need big returns. So do you point. move Kadri knowing that he got suspended twice in the playoffs? Now? No, because he so he was part of the reason that series even went to seven. Uh, if he's there. Sure. If he's there, that defense is much stronger. Well, a game and a half later. Cap geek. I know, but... Toronto Maple Leafs, the whole team. I, I understand, but what do you want me to tell you? You want to know what the cap space what situation is going to be. Yeah, okay, tell me so what... The the who's the, who, has the mo- who makes the most money? It's Austin Matthews, right? Yeah, uh, no, it's John Tavares. Yeah. And then you have well, how William, much? William Nylander. How much is John Tavares? Uh, John Tavares is $11 million. Uh, William Nylander is 10.2, uh, 20, uh, basically. Patrick Marlowe is 6.2. Uh, Kadri trade Kadri. Look at look at next year because yeah, right this now this is also out of date because Austin Matthews. 2019, it's the sa- It's it's relatively the same. Except Austin Matthews gets bumped. Um, Austin Matthews. He just signed. Austin it. Matthews next year makes a lot of money. It's 11 million, yeah, 11.6 million. That's it. Yeah. So where are you going to fit the rest of your players? And you uh, you don't have a number a legit number one D. What do you want? That's true. That's trade true. Kadri. Um, you have to at some point, you know, because he's a good player, and I think you can get a lot of things. You can get. I, a lot I think. Over time, Nylander's going to go, and I think over time, Marlowe's going to go. Yeah, I don't see Nylander standing. I, th- I see Marner. I see Marner and Matthews as the new, uh, the new core. Taves and Kane. Yeah, that's what I see it as. And I've been saying that and, since and they so drafted. That's the thing. I think I think they have what it is to build around, and they have enough aging pieces that mm-hmm. they can still. Again, they're not going to get great returns. They're going to get can be able to get them off the books. Yeah, absolutely. They won't be stuck with, with, with buyouts and all it's that. It's going to be interesting to see. I mean, the Habs look younger. That The whole division's up for grabs. Ottawa is the only... They're, 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 uh, they're a doormat. Uh, Buffalo looked good for the first half of the season, so we'll see what they can do. Uh, but that whole division is going to be up in a mock, and we'll see what's going to happen. But the Leafs should be able to destroy that division every year, but they're not doing it. So. Up in a muck, Grandpa. Up in a muck, yeah. You like that shit? Um, the other thing that's interesting about the NHL playoffs thing. is in the NBA... We all know who's going to win each series. It's yeah. just a question of how we get there. Do we need the first round? <laughs> yeah. Um, but the NHL always has all these like upsets and interesting matchups. The NBA crushes it in ratings, though. Yeah. Like, it, it's out of this world. That said, uh, that yeah. said, honestly, and I'm a, a diehard basketball fan, this is the best hockey there is. <laughs> it's true, yeah. But this is the height, the height of sport is the first round of the NHL playoffs. So if, you're, uh, if the Leafs and the Raptors are on at the same time, what are you watching? This season, yeah. What would you watch? I honestly have to say, I, I, I've had the choice. It's it's been the Leafs, yeah, for the last month and a half, yeah. basically. Basketball, why? Because I you stopped know watching Toronto's basketball after the All Star break for the first time. There you go. As long as it's been a basketball, fan. I don't really watch basketball until the All Star break. 
Like I don't, well, usually, I, won't, I won't sit down and watch a game until the offseason. They used to be my rule with the with the NFL. Then I started watching more basketball. Yeah. Now I've been watching more hockey. Man, this show is not healthy for us. <laughs> no, no, absolutely not. That's crazy. A lot, of, a lot of sitting down and drinking. But uh, but yeah. So do we need the first round? I, I saw the, I see a lot of polls on Twitter and shit. Well, we'll get to that uh, later. Oh, that's not the next one in, okay, in, cool. in the uh, in the show. Um, it looks like some more corruption is going to come out with regards to the NCAA and shoes, and. My God, why why are they like it's a system that's essentially enabling the worst of the worst of society to sort of work its way into our children's not our children, but like the children these yeah. people who are essentially children. Like we're so worried about, about them being treated as like professionals and, and them being taken advantage of, but yet the NCAA takes advantage of them constantly. Is that uh Avenatti? It looks like it makes them. It makes them makes money off the back constantly. Yeah. For years, they they marketed a video game, video games where they didn't make a cent from. But their names weren't on the game though. So I uh, mean, QB fifteen for Florida. We all knew who the fuck it, it was. Yeah, it was the same s- dimensions as Tim Tebow. <laughs> That's it. Tebow. <laughs> also, you could download the, the real <laughs> rosters. <laughs> um, but I think those were uh, like somebody created, created it. Wasn't yeah. it wasn't but the thing is, is that, um, and if you buy a jersey, like Tim Tebow's jersey has his name on it, like when he plays. But if you buy that 15 Florida, his name's not on it because they don't get a fucking penny from it. That's insane. But then on top of that, so now they're looking elsewhere to get money. Then you also say it's illegal for them to market themselves, which why do you have a say in that? Yeah. And so now instead we have a bribery scandal. I'm using my own likeness to get more money for my family while you're making money off my likeness. So why can't I do that? They want people, the kids to stay focused and concentrate on school. You're not when you're studying waste management okay just to get zion williamson can't get a shoe deal you fucking know when you signed him to duke when he wrote his fucking letter of intent and he registered to whatever garbage class he registered but yet also but also duke has a shoe deal (laughs) how does that make sense so duke has a shoe deal zion can't get one because he's an ncaa athlete you know he's not coming back to the school after his first year why should he because he's going to be studying for four and years. And also, we're forcing them to play. We're forcing them to play. And it's fucking... It's it's the mafia, man. It's the mafia. And it's it's very corrupt. And it's obvious. It's very obvious. And I don't see how, how anybody hasn't jumped in and so tried to really... So now it's working its way to football. Are you surprised? Put it up in the muck. Are, are you surprised like to see this in football? No, I'm not surprised to see it in football. Because football makes a lot more money. Lot but more I kind of feel like in football, you can get away with not paying players. I know that, yeah, some teams like Alabama, for example, you're always shocked. Like, yeah, they really get... These five-star players so, that are playing for be, a Nazi of a coach. You but know? it should be if you're on scholarship or if you're on the 53-man roster, you're getting $3,000 a semester. I don't know the number. I, I guess I guess, Anybody. My, I guess my point is that in NFL uh, – sorry, in football, there's such a, a huge bank of players that you can get. And because it's such a team a team centered sport, I feel like you're you're not no, as you're 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 not as uh, you don't need to really pay these guys as much. Whereas basketball, it's it's, it's a small roster. Wasn't Reggie Bush's mom given a house? Yeah, of no, course. I'd say there's the same amount of players playing basketball and playing football in the states. But same my amount. but my point is that in the NBA, less, in the NBA, you probably need to offer like if there's a star player. You know that your team is going to center around that guy, like John Moron, for example. I'm not saying that he was paid in any way, Somewhere. but. But that's What'd a guy that I can see that I could see getting paid because it's it's. Did you call him John Mor- Moron? No, John Morant. It's my accent. The weird pronunciation. John Morant. Uh, but um, but uh, I mean, he went to Murray State of all places, right? Well, because he, he didn't get offers from anywhere else. I'm sure he would have went to Duke or UNC if they offered to. Or he was paid more. <laughs> well, I don't think Murray State has the money to give him 150 thousand dollars in cash. Potentially, uh, Eagle 
Eagle, our other producer, says that put 95% uh, of the money in a trust. With 95% of what money? Of the money they would earn. Of the money they would earn, which we haven't established a value for. Yeah. No, no, uh, so 95% okay. of the money that they would get from a shoe deal in a trust that they'd only be able to access when they graduate or get signed a pro contract. To which, Eagle, if that's your if that's your belief, let's take the money that the school earns and put it in a trust until the school until those kids graduate. So would they do that? I don't think so. That that's and that's the thing is it's it's an uneven power struggle, um, and I'm looking forward to seeing these details come out. Though it doesn't surprise anyone, I think it's important that these investigations take place. Do you, do you remember Ian Johnson from Boise State? Who? Ian Johnson. Yeah. Back Boise State, he, he, they won the whatever bowl it was, the Sugar Bowl. I think it was the Rose Bowl. And he won on the Statue of Liberty play. Mm-hmm. And he ran in and proposed to his, his wife, the yeah, cheerleader, yeah. the fiance, the cheerleader. He got letters from the NCAA after that saying that he can't accept any gifts while because he, he was still registered for y- next year's classes and he was going to play. He was a junior. He can't accept any gifts at his wedding if his wedding That's happens. Insanity. How fucked up is that? That's insanity. And he's like, I can't even get money for my family or a fucking toaster. And imagine doing, imagine doing, having a wedding without any kind of gifts whatsoever. Yeah. I can't because my <laughs> god, my bank account is just getting <laughs> smashed. But imagine, imagine yeah. it's it's to that point where they're sending you a fucking registered letter telling you you can't accept a gift at your wedding because they don't know who's gonna be at the wedding. They don't know if it's gonna be a booster. They don't know if it's gonna be uh, the Seattle Seahawks or. They don't know who's gonna be at your wedding, right? So they said you can't accept anything. Well, fuck them. I know for I know one thing's for certain: we accept all sorts of money. Yes. And we're gonna talk to a guy who, no matter what he's paid, underpaid, most un- underpaid guy in the biz, based on how hard he works. <laughs> it's uh, Mark Dumont of the Athletic and the Gazette. Can't wait to talk to him. We're gonna get into some puck talk, and talk some, some puck, and some got talk, and some got talk. Yeah. Talking puck, talking got. Mark Dumont up next. And uh, you can uh, you can you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. Yeah. They get the shows, then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the amount of right amount of time. Be a word. Toronto's in better shape. We're happy when they lose. Absolutely. Yeah, but is is it a good thing because? So, so that goes back to how fans get to see they were the last Canadian team to win the cup. But now, when we look back at it, that's what that's twenty five years ago. That's yeah. starting to be a bad thing, right? Like that's starting to be a reminder that the Habs haven't won a Stanley Cup in over a quarter century. So I'm actually kind of rooting for another team to eventually take that crown away from the Canadians. That way, they can focus on the future. Because looking back at the past, it's starting to starting to be embarrassing, isn't it? Well, I haven't. Uh, I mean, I wasn't rooting for the Leafs. I wouldn't have minded if the Leafs won. I was actually rooting for the Bruins instead. But I was going for the Jets. For me, the Jets are the, the the Canadian team that I was rooting for all year. I'm like, fuck. I hope these guys win. Even Calgary too. You know, they showed they showed signs of like, you know, some flash and, sh- and, and shit like that. But I really liked um, the Jets, and I was hoping that they would have made a run. It's unfortunate they got bounced. That was a yeah, and season. nobody nobody trashes the Jets because I mean you know Winnipeg gets it enough uh, as it is so yeah. we kind of let them have their good hockey team right I think that's fair enough the uh yeah, the I don't city know if you Winnipeg heard is pretty trash. Mark did you hear uh, Zach Wheeler's comments after the loss uh, his comments to the press Blake Wheeler Sorry? Blake Wheeler um Blake no Wheeler. he was really frustrated right or what, what, what did he say exactly he told the reporter to fuck off yeah, okay, well, that, that happens. It's okay, I really don't <laughs> mind it at all. It's better than, you know, we really put our best foot forward and 
We gripped our sticks tight. It's better than that. Here's the truth, okay? And, you know, people on Twitter obviously will be like, oh, he dunked on you, he dunked on you. But anytime an athlete will tell a reporter to fuck off or will give, like, a solid quote with a swear word in it, even if it's aimed at us, the person asking the question, that's gold. We love that. Even, you know, even if we're the ones that are, are taking the heat, uh, that is exactly what you look for from athletes. Yeah, of course. I mean, and that's the thing is like, we, we like constantly on this show and otherwise we're always making fun of the generic, uh, the generic tweets, the, uh, the generic uh, comments that athletes make. So it's we want yeah. as fans as, and we are all above all fans of sports. Um, we, we want authenticity. That's that's often the shape it takes. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but we're just so hypocritical about it, right? Like, it's as soon as an athlete finally says something, we're like, oh, I can't believe he said that. And then, you know, deep down inside, we're like, oh, nice. You know, someone said something interesting. I can't but wait we'll always, for someone we'll, to tell oh. me to fuck off, Mark. I can't wait. That's my, <laughs> well, my childhood dream was for an athlete to tell me to fuck off. Fuck off. Thanks, maybe man. maybe if you uh, interview John Tortorella, you'll, your dream will come true uh, sooner than later. Like to me, John Tortorella is the unofficial mascot of this podcast. He's exactly what we want the the, the raging coach, ra- raging coach, uh, angry face. Um, the raging Mark, we also had you here because look, we have a few guys we can go to for hockey analysis. Yours is always, of course, the best of the best. But more importantly, we need to get your a professional Game of Thrones analysis. Before before the interview, we all talked a little bit about how we thought it was Game of Boar for a little bit. Yeah. What are your thoughts uh, going in? I want to know your theories on what's going to happen the rest of the season. Yeah, You know, my theory is that they hired these writers to do an adaptation of a novel, and, and that was going really well. Now that they actually have to write some stuff, like they actually have to write a story, mm-hmm. uh, it feels like the most anticlimactic thing in the in the history of the world, right? Like, you know, we've been waiting for dragons for all these seasons. And I mean, in real time, it's been years. Yeah. Now they're finally here, they're grown, and it's supposed to be a big deal getting on a dragon. This is supposed to be like a big, you know, will he accept you? Will he kill you? Will he burn you alive? But it's like, no, oh, by the way, you're a dragon rider now. Oh, yeah, and your father was a Targaryen. You're a Targaryen. You just had sex with your sister, or your aunt, or I don't know what it was. But we got to cut to the next scene, so that's it, you know? <laughs> and you're kind of there, like, oh wow, that was it. They just revealed like two of the biggest plot points, um, and they, you know, they wrapped it up real quickly. So to me, guys, it feels like these this these are right. writers that are on a deadline. They've got to finish the story, and they're just cramming it in there. The next episode took 55 days to, to film, so I mean, really, excited. yeah, that's and, 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 and that's time. <laughs> yeah, and that, and that's what it is, right? It's always been like that. It's been like a setup episode for for three and nine, but this year, what? How many they're doing? What six or? How many episodes? I, are there I believe there's six eight. episodes total. Last two are going to be two hours in length. Yeah, so you know, like, I, like I, busting I, balls for all of us that are busy. Yeah. There's the, the NBA playoffs, the NHL playoffs. I gotta find like two hours in the morning to wake up, watch the show, so that it doesn't get ruined for me before I go to work. Plus um, and so we have something to talk about on this show. I dodged, I dodged spoilers for two weeks on the internet though, so that, I just watched the time. episodes this morning. So you can you can do it. Yeah, as soon as you start seeing tweets, you just shut everything off and, and you're good to go. But no, I like, it, it feels like they're really trying to get everything in, you know, like, uh, you know, Oh yeah. You know, reveal the incest, but that's not a big deal. Let's move on. Let's move right along. There's a big battle coming. And even once that's taken care of, there's other issues. I, I really feel like they scheduled one more season when they had, they should have had two or three, right? Like they're pushing this to the limit and the writing is bad. 
Like this, and I don't want to be one of those nerds that's like, you know, the dragon didn't have good character. No, no, it's just <laughs> flat. It's flat out bad writing, and so, and yet, and the last thing I'm going to rant about is they really need to stop it with how dark these scenes are. I'm staring at the screen, and I'm like, shit, did my feed go out? No, I can hear audio. Yeah. But oh, okay, no, they're just in a cave for like forty minutes. <laughs> that that and and half of these characters, fucking Littlefinger, the worst for this, with his whisper talking. Yo, I don't need to jack my my TV to eighty to be able to hear you. Um, just like use your face to show me that it's an intense moment. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's making me feel old there this series. But <laughs> that being said, you know, I, I look forward to the carnage and the battle. The only thing is. I'm looking at this. I'm like, oh, good. The next battle, it'll be in the dark. So I'll have no <laughs> idea what the hell's going on. You know, maybe it'll be a cool battle, but I won't know. <laughs> hey, Mark, there was a lot of controversy con- uh, concerning the area scene, uh, the area sex scene. There was uh, some area sex scene. Yeah, and some, some writers have even said that what it was area? unearned and stuff like that. Do you have any opinion on that scene itself? How old is she? In, in, right, in, yeah, well, right now she's 22. Oh, but okay. in, in the show she's younger. Yeah, but what did what did some people call it? I think that a writer from Deadspin was saying that it was uh, unearned, that uh, it was just uh, just to satisfy the viewer's lust. Unearned. Yeah. That's oh well. Uh, oh, a writer from Deadspin. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, you know, that, I, you know that blog where they just say the opposite thing, Mark. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So like we're so darn woke all the time. Like look how woke we are. Uh, um, Listen, I mean, you know, it's funny because a lot of people have complained about this show in the past and, and uh, you know, not to get all intel about it, but, like, when we look at the past, there was a lot of ugliness, you know, there was a lot of dirt, disease, death, sex, rape, stuff like that, so maybe unearned in the sense that we're supposed to unlock some sort of magical formula to eventually see, see a sex scene there, but a lot of times people go to war, the last thing they want to do is have sex, and, and, and that's, like, there's historical proof there. So, you know, it, it's not a fairy tale. It's a pretty ugly show when you look at it. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of, mm-hmm. like, you end up cheering for some really terrible people. Oh, yeah. They, <laughs> kill, they kill the good ones right off the bat, and that's the story, right? Like, Eddard Stark, everyone's like, oh, you know, he's so noble, he's so pure, and that's why he dies. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. why he dies immediately, and he loses his entire family. So, you know, it's telling a, a, a more real story, but it's not telling a pretty story. Let, let's face it. So we're going from uh, sex to uh, people who are going to have a lot of sex. Probably had it last night. It was the San Jose Sharks. Oh, yeah. And the San Jose Sharks players really showed the size of their testicles uh, based on that penalty that happened, that major, so-called major, we would call it. Uh, what did you think about the game? I was up late because I put some money on it, so it was perfect. I was watching. That was yeah, quite the transition there. I just wanted to know that was quite the uh, transition. Okay. That's what we do. Um, we, go, we go sex, sharks, alliteration. That's, all, yeah, that's, the, that's as far as we go for a transition. I'm surprised you didn't make it all the way to Joe Thornton there. Um, so <laughs> I, I'm old, guys. Like I'm, I'm, I forget where I am, but I'm a lot closer to 50 than I am to, to 20 now. And uh, I fell asleep. It was 2-0. Uh, In my mind, it was as good as done. So I missed the entire thing. Yeah, same here. Same here. Yeah, I mean, I was up. I was at my buddy's house, passed out on his couch. Second intermission came, three nothing. I had put money on the Sharks. Right. I drove home. I started watching the game. Second wind, and then they started. Well, going. it was it was a five minute uh, major, right? So how do you how do you how do you bet on on hockey? I've I've watched ten thousand hockey games, um, and I analyze it for a living. And I have all the numbers, and I have all the betting numbers, and I have all the black box statistics. 
And that's the scariest thing in the world is betting on hockey. Because when you have too much you knowledge, know, you should not bet. Well, it, it, that's the thing. It's absolute bullshit, though, right? Because, like, <laughs> you know, like, nothing ever goes according to plan in hockey, which is kind of why we all watch. So kudos to you for doing that. But you know what really gets me, guys, is if the game was 1-1, is there a call there? Uh, that's a so. very good I question. Think so. I don't, think, uh, so. I think, I don't think, so. think so. So what Gord Miller said after the game was he said, so the ref is, is stuck in a position where a guy gets hit. He didn't see what happened exactly. He just saw a scrum. Guy gets hit. He yeah. falls, blood. You can't call a two-minute penalty there. That was a five-minute major. Though. Yeah, but you can't just call it two minutes. So something's, he's yeah, going to call something regardless. You can't call what you haven't seen. That too. But what, yeah, what well, saw in the scrum see, is that it was a penalty. So. I feel like this is kind of a symptom of how the refereeing is in the NHL. It's yeah. more a situational thing than an actual based on what happened. And, and, like, this goes beyond the injury, right? Okay, first of all, that looked really bad. Like, the guy was yeah. bleeding from his head. Yep. You know? There's very few parts of your body where you can bleed from that's more serious than your head. Um, but that being good. said, if you look at, like, where, how many penalties are drawn and taken every year by teams, yeah. they always correlate super closely. So what that tells you is the referees are more interested in kind of keeping it even. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, if you're losing one game, okay, you get a power play. If you're winning the next game, you're probably going to get a penalty kill. Yeah. So it's more of a situational thing. thing. And I feel like that kind of, you know, what they're doing is they're trying to take themselves out of it, right? Mm-hmm. But really what they're doing is they're making themselves even more of a part of it because by trying not to influence the, you know, the end, they end up doing it more That's than it, exactly. they ever would. But what what can you do if you're the ref in that situation? It's three nothing. Do you expect the San Jose Sharks to score four goals on a five minute on a five minute power play? I don't think wow. anybody expected that. I don't think the San Jose Sharks expected that. That's the part that's freaky to me. Take say what you want. The Vegas, the the Las Vegas can be upset all they want. Your team still allowed four goals mm-hmm. in five minutes. So that's your problem. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing is that the I mean for you know everyone loves uh, Gerald Gallant that they you know yeah. constant compliments. The guy left Derek England and uh, who McNabb I think was his. Yeah defensive partner on and they got scored three on the four goals right so yeah there was obviously some some issues there but you know the thing is i don't think that that call was really a result of uh you know of what happened but rather the situation in which it happened and to me that just means that they probably wouldn't have called it in overtime uh and and that's just the frustrating part there but you know you know what they could have done have a little huddle your linesman saw something. Loud, just four yeah. guys on the ice. You have your own team there. Like there's five guys on one team, five on the other, and you have four on your team. Take a little huddle there because that's huge. And no, you don't expect four goals, but a five minute major is is one of the biggest advantages you can get in sport, in all of sport. So I think you have to get that one right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so we we've sp- we spoke about Game of Thrones. We talked about. Uh, about uh, this game here, the Sharks, San Jose Sharks just all going out having a bunch of group sex. The angriest <laughs> sex, of course, has to belong to to uh, Tortorella oh, and yeah. his Blue Jackets. Um, Mark, what? How can you describe the coaching job he's done in the late part of the season and then into uh, into the playoffs, uh, beating the heavily favored Tampa Bay uh, Tampa Bay Lightning? That was another really smooth transition there. Nice. All day, um, all day. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> And from Tortorella, angry sex to the second round. Well, um, well, look, but to be fair, like when you see Tortorella, you see angry sex. That's not true. I don't see it that way. No, no, no. Is I bet he you he's like lover? a big. No, he's he's a Romeo lover there. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like you know, 
Like he's lighting candles and shit and giving back massages. He doesn't even want to make I love feel, to the woman. I feel you know? like you guys fell for his Tinder profile. Yeah, yeah, I did. Yeah, like, oh, for sure. For yeah, life. I, I swiped right or whatever the hell it is. That's the good one. But here's the thing, guys. Like, I, you know, we look at everyone's like, oh, Tampa choked, bunch of chokers. They should blow it up, which is okay. That's bullshit. First of all, it's really tough to win the Stanley Cup. Oh, Keep in mind. Like, Washington, it took them, what, 12 years? 12 years of getting kicked in the balls every single year. Like, they would make it to the same area every single year for over a decade, and they'd get a Swiss kick in the nuts. And they started over and over and over, and they, they didn't blow up their core because they knew this is a good team. So, uh, first of all, Tampa's got to keep that together. They've got a good team there. Uh, but second of all, I, I feel like we really underrate what the Blue Jackets did at the deadline. This isn't an eight seed. If they had that team the whole year, they'd probably have home ice advantage. So, you know, to me, yes, Tortorella's been good, and he's really inspired the troops, but I think we've got to give a huge, uh, you know, uh, stick tap to Jarmo Kaikalainen. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. He took a huge risk at the deadline. Like, this is a league full of old white dudes that don't do squat. They just sit there and, they, you know, my prospects are coming up. It's going to be good. Kaikalainen, exactly, Kaikalainen went for it. Like, and when's the last time we can see that someone really went for it at, at the deadline? Obviously, Situation in Columbus is different. You can't do that everywhere. But I'm happy to see that that team succeeding because the NHL is boring. We need more trades. What would you have rather if he if he sat back and traded uh, a top prospect well, for more picks? Like, well, what would the city of Columbus want? He said, "Fuck it, we're gonna." That's go probably the year. safest thing, right? Yeah, that's probably the safest thing, though. You know, um, like we, we've been trained as uh, you know, whether in the media, our fans, or even you know, like the management, we've been trained that safe is the right approach, but. In the long run, I mean, you gotta go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you, eventually, you gotta make your move. So, um, which is why I look at the Habs now and I think like they're not that far off. Yeah, there's huge holes in that roster, but mm-hmm. if they can be a little ambitious, uh, I genuinely think that you can turn that into a, a contender with a couple moves. Absolutely, with a lot of cap space and the caps going up by a few million this year as well, and they have a lot of prospects coming up like Suzuki and Palin. Obviously, we saw him. Uh, what was your biggest? I'd say a surprise. Is it Calgary losing? Is it Pittsburgh getting swept? Is it, let's say we spoke about Tampa Bay. What's your biggest surprise so far in the playoffs? Uh, I guess that uh, Kadri took, you know, only two games to get suspended. I had my money on three. So that was, uh, that was big news to me that he, you know, I, you know, they say the Leafs didn't improve this year, but Kadri took half the time to get suspended. He, so he's got to be traded, right? He's got to be traded. I don't think so. Uh, <laughs> I, I guess, but like for what, what, five million? You don't get better value than that. Like, you legitimately don't get better value than a Nazem Kadri, third liner, uh, third line center who is a top, really a top six talent. Uh, he'll what? He'll pot about 20 goals a year. That, like, that's good, good stuff right there. But you need to address the defense, right? Uh, you know, it's, it's boring, but it doesn't matter how many good forwards he has. You got to have solid defense, and I think that's really obviously that's been the uh, the Achilles' heel for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs. I think they realize it too. My uh, our producer uh, Mark has uh, told us two things. Uh, one is interesting considering it's not a live podcast. Uh, it's two nothing for Washington. Yeah. So that's going to be relevant to no one who listens to this <laughs> tomorrow. The other thing is he wanted me to say, spoiler alert, which as soon as we said Game of Thrones, you should have known. That we're our nerd th- producer is going to get some spoilers. spoilers. <laughs> uh, Mark, uh, in your opinion, who sits on the throne at the end of the season? There you go. How about that for transition, Mark? <laughs> yeah, that was clean. That was, that was good. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Night King. That's who I'm rooting for in yeah, this whole thing. Baby. Yeah, baby. Yeah, I, 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 yeah. I want, I want, I want them to win because you know, like, like no matter what, he's a better leader. He makes more sense. 
you know, if I'm going to have to trust someone, I'll take, I'll take the guy that's adopting all the abandoned babies. That's who you want yeah. as your leader. Okay, so uh, yeah, no, you want the Night King to win. And you want him to kill all the terrible humans. That's that's the goal here. You want the guy that can lead a bunch of people that can't breathe. <laughs> See, like so. Well, hey, that's free healthcare right there, man. Like, boom, boom, problem Bernie solved. Sanders, baby, I, I have I have a theory, and it goes along with your theory about the the, the uh, decreasing quality of the writing work. Um, they keep talking about that that is undead cannot die. I have a feeling that it's foreshadowing Jon Snow Iron sitting on the throne because he's dead. And it's the ending nobody actually wants, but it's a cheap cop-out no, for gonna HBO. Die. He's going to sacrifice himself and die, and it's going to end up being... Oh, dead God. Throne, yeah. uh, I hope so. You're talking about Jon Snow? I hope yeah. he dies, man. Like yeah, this, yeah, that, just, that character, man, he no, pisses me off. What a, like, what a wet noodle character right there. <laughs> eh? Like, oh, my God. You know, like the Stark women in that show? Oh, badasses. They're badasses. They know uh, they do stances. Well, Sansa's the smart one, though, right? Yeah. She's the smart one. Arya's the crazy one that can kill you. Yeah. And then you got Jon Snow, who's just this idiot. Like, he's a <laughs> lovable idiot. Yeah. That's who he is. He knows nothing. He knows nothing. In his own defense, he did say that. He did say it. Uh, that, that was uh, Mark Dumont. He joined us, of course, of... Well, he uh, still is Mark Dumont. He is, still is. Yeah. He hasn't changed. He, hasn't changed. Uh, he joins us, of course, of The Athletic and uh, Montreal Gazette. Uh, Mark, do you have any uh, articles out currently? Uh, not on the Gazette. Actually, I wrote my last article for the Gazette last week, so I'm going to go on summer hiatus there because I need to go fishing. Oh, um, amazing. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I can't, like, I, you know, I moved to Montreal two years ago, and it's, it's okay, but I miss fishing because I used to go ice fishing ten times a year, and I'd be I, on a I've boat all summer long. I've never gone ice fishing. I've always wanted to. we got to, next winter, we got to do ice fishing, ice fishing trip on Mark Dumont. A live podcast. Well, you got to do it soon, because uh, in five winters, I don't think we'll have enough ice there in, in the middle true. of uh, winter to do it. But, uh, yeah, no, so I, I can't wait to do that. But in the meantime, you can check out all my stuff on The Athletic. We're doing wrap-ups on the Laval Rocket, so if anyone's interested in Joel Bouchard, he's, he's going to be, I think, one of the, the next big coaches in the NHL. So he yeah, gave me a lot of cool quotes. That's He's a good awesome. Guy as well. That's uh, so. Again, if you want, if you're interested in anything from the changing snow to guard snow to John Snow, Mark Dumont is your guy. The Athletic. <laughs> uh, thanks, Mark, for joining us. Yeah, and I am the president of the Guard Snow fan club. So absolutely, absolutely. Awesome. anyone <laughs> wants a lifetime membership, <laughs> let me know. Sold. Thanks, Mark. And uh, you can uh, you can subscribe. Yeah, you can always subscribe. subscribe. They get the shows. Then they choose to listen to it or yeah, subscribe not. on YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and then follow us at Hot Sauce Sports on every social media. No one, uh, you can't be oversubscribed because that's not a word. Exactly. So, so subscribe just the right amount of time. Be a word. Basketball and then there was no off speed. That was yeah. just the speed he threw at. Yeah. Um, so it sucks. I like Zach Wheeler a lot. I thought he was going to be the next uh, he was very good. Uh, team. He was very good for our up-and-coming Mets team at that time. But uh, without any delay, let's get into rapid, rapid fire. fire. Rapid fire topics. What do you got for us, Duke? No shirt needed. Russell Wilson signs. Russell Wilson gets the contract after oh, getting the contract. Mid-contract. Um, decides, yo, I want more money. And All cornrows. And cornrows. Sorry? And he's, cornrows, he's got yeah. cornrows. Hey, cornrows. I love that he announces it shirtless clearly after just having sex. Uh, or about to go for round two. Yeah. Like, yeah. like he's like, yo, I need, I need like two minutes to recover. Best looking Take family of all time? Or Sorry? Best looking family of all time? No. It's up there. Oh, man. It's up there with the curries. Like, I saw, I saw some pictures of the family, like the kids and shit. And Ciara's beautiful. We all know. Remember there was rumors <laughs> about Ciara that she was a man? One of them's not his kid, though. <laughs> One of them's future's kid. Yeah. Oh. 
I don't know. Still that. a good future, family. Future Still junior. So, look, sometimes you got to outsource. Yeah. Sometimes you got to outsource. Uh, but there was a rumor that Ciara was a man for like a long time. Really? Yeah, I don't know why. Because I guess she has like a strong bone structure. I mean, I guess. I guess. Like, um, I'd, I'd, be, I'd be gay for her. That's happy for, sure. for the dude and happy for Ron too. So good for him. $140 million. Russell Wilson, well-deserved. Good quarterback. Going to last four years and retire. Grabby hand Luke. Luke Walton. This is <laughs> fucked up. So your initial reaction, I remember, was, but he went, she went to his bedroom. And then the next day, the article came out with, he said, yo, come to my room. We're going to talk about me writing a forward for your book. Then he got too forward and just kept pushing himself on her. And then, you know, the question always comes up, well, why didn't you say it at the time? And, and she's like, well, I'm a sports writer. My job depends on this relationship with him in the market. Now he's no longer in my market. So uh, good on her. So I, I believe her. Where some of these stories come out, I like I I feel like people are just going out for money or whatever it is. With her, is I believe her that he just I think that he just thought that he had a chance and she was being a little resistant and then he just you know he forechecked a little harder and she didn't like it and she came out later. So I mean it's it's tough for Luke. He kept me comments too afterwards to her. Yeah, like saying like stuff like oh uh, how am I supposed to focus with the way you're dressed? Oh fuck out of here. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's so far it doesn't look good. It doesn't look. It looks like anyway. so. Like Luke Walton, his career was known as the glue guy. Maybe a little less glue, make it a little less clingy. A lot more. The Sacramento Fire. His glue is sperm. Yes, uh, the Sacramento Perfect. Fire. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter. The glue is sperm. <laughs> yeah, Sharks bike back. Yo, this is crazy, man. So I was uh, only watching because I had money riding on it, and down three nothing. Sharks get a face off in the Vegas zone. As you see here in the video, cross-check by Cody Eakin uh, to Pavelski. My feel was so bad for Pavis. And then Paul Stastny, as he's there, he kind of trips him. And Pavelski, just a freak play. You know, Pavelski falls, hits his head, blood come out. And, and Cody Eakin gets a major because of the blood. So you guys think it, was, it, was, it wasn't a clean hit? No. It was not at all. I mean, the second that hit was anything the else. The cleanest hit you can get in you know hockey what it is? It's, all, it's also that because it's on skates sometimes that when these guys get hit backwards, they but have no control. Did you see where – okay, why is it dirty too? I think it's the second hit that when why he was going down, too? he got hit a second time I mean, and it was does, like it just does to put appear, him down. It does, it does appear it, it, it could have been a cross check. It is a cross check. He got, he got to his arms, which happens at almost every face-off. I understand. Off. I, understand. I know that the target likely was not the face. But he didn't touch his face. Where, where, so, like, I'm sort of split between you two. I know it should have been a penalty. I've never seen it called as a five-minute major. That was crazy. Blood, that yeah, that, that we would blood. agree. It's I, I understand. But, but so, like, you, in my opinion, you, you can't just call based on the, on the result. Absolutely. I agree. You, you need to call a penalty. But when because, it's, when so it's then blood, it's the same exact action doesn't draw blood, it's not a five-minute penalty? So, when it's... If there's no blood, if there's blood, it's automatically a double, double minor. So two, so a four-minute penalty, automatic. Mm -hmm. The fact that Pavelski couldn't get up and he had to be helped off, that's why they put it to a major. So like I said to Mark in the interview, what are you if you're the ref in the situation? If you call two minutes, you're in San Jose. Mm -hmm. If you call two minutes to that, or you don't call anything, the fans are going to lose their mind like they did. They threw shit on the ice. The fans lose their mind. The coaches lose their mind because they just lost their captain. He's not, he's not a fourth-line guy that nobody really knows. He's Joe fucking Pavelski. He's their captain. Yeah, arguably the best player on your team. Yeah, arguably. You know what I mean? And he took over Joe Thornton for captain. Mm -hmm. Joe Thornton was the captain, and Patrick Marlowe was on the team, and they still gave the captaincy to Pavelski. It just show, goes to show you how good he is. So he goes down, and I think that the refs made a call. It, wouldn't, it shouldn't have been a penalty, but at the end of the day... Yeah, he's bleeding from his fucking head. It's disgusting. At the end of the day, 
the fucking Knights still let four goals in in five minutes. Absolutely. So still deserve losing. You game. can blame the penalty for losing the game if you want, but at the end of the day, you lost. You, you four goals. Win. Joyce Vieira flashes a flasher. Oh, this is crazy. You see this? So she's an amateur MMA fighter, but there's no video, unfortunately. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's just pictures. And so amateur MMA fighter in Brazil, she's a smoke show. She has she takes pictures on Instagram. She's got like the big ass, exactly what you would think a Brazilian. She's, no, for she's Brazil. Like, yeah, she, she's beautiful, the woman. Guy, she's beautiful. She's got the big ass. She got a huge ass. Those huge legs. Anyway, she's very sexy. And then some guy sticks his dick out to her, <laughs> and she beats the shit out of him. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> like, some guy flashes the, her. He beats, she beats the fuck. So out. like, I've never been a flasher, so I don't know the, the the plight of their existence. But I imagine that the worst possible day is you flash and you get your ass kicked by a girl. <laughs> but she's also like big. She's not like small. She's got like muscles on her. If I see her. I'm not doing anything to offend her. And <laughs> the least, I'm not even going to look. Uh, I'm not even going to look out. Look at the muscles, man. Her muscles have muscles. Yeah. And uh, I'm not even going to look at her wrong just in case she beats the fuck out of me. He also like. Uh, and I'm flashing, also somebody who's. Who, is flashing still a thing in 2019? So this dude was walking <laughs> around with just a trench coat? No, no. He was in his just a, ba- just a bathing suit. No shirt. Anyway, he was in a nudist beach. So good on him. She's going to be in the UFC very quick just because of this. Yankees injury bug. Yeah. So this is bad. I don't know if you, I put the list on the prep. Yeah. So yeah, Tulo, Tulo Sabrino, Stanton, Judge. How, how how not surprised you that Tulowitzki's injured? I'm very I'm not surprised that Tulo's injured, uh, but a lot of these are coming back end of May and things like that. But just to say, at this point, there's about 13 players gone, mm-hmm. and Benton says Greg, Didi Gregorius is a big loss. You're losing uh, Severino as a starting pitcher, and they already had one of the best starting starting pitching lineups in the league. So and you're losing Judge Stanton. It's, they're lucky. It's 162 se- games. That's it. They're lucky that it's happening now. It's the best time to be hurt. But a lot of the guys are coming back in August. They're going to come back injury-free and fresh. Yeah. So, which is kind of a blessing in disguise because they're still going to be there. They're still going to be fighting with Boston for number one in that division. Yeah. So, if they can weather this storm and they still have a good pitching, they have still have a good pitching staff and a good team, if they can weather the storm in August when everybody's healthy, they come back, hopefully everybody's healthy. They can make a run and uh, knock the Red Sox off there. Uh, we all know a lot about sports. Yes. But I'll tell you what. Duke doesn't know anything about science. Nothing. Years and years and years, I've been th- tossing him high school uh, high school science but questions. He's also and he's never known what the, what the term means. But now, this is Science Hour with Duke. The rule is, whatever he describes, that is now what this word means. Terry, what is the word? The word is, you might know this because you're a graphicist, dispersion. Dispersion. What is dispersion, Duke? Uh, I think it's when you distance yourself from animals. Hey, you know uh, what? It wasn't the definition before, but it is now. It is now. Dispersion. <laughs> uh, Eagle? You want to know what I mean? I think we're done. Thank you, Terry. We don't want to know what, what the old mean? definition is. Nope. 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 That's what it is now. This show's not about learning. So, Eagle, thank you. Lovemyscience.com. <laughs> Update your fucking site. Seriously, get your shit ready. Thank you, Duke. This has been Hot Sauce Sports. From now on, you find yourself too attracted to animals. You need some dispersion. Trick Kadri. You need to disperse yourself from animals. No more having sex with lions. Trick Kadri. Trick Kadri. Where's the song? Trade him. Oh, there's the song. <laughs> for Terry, for Peas, for Eagle and Duke, this has been Hot Sauce Sports. Hot Sauce Sports.